0: Welcome back to another episode of the Jordan Psy Mini Podcast. I am very excited about this episode because I got to speak with a woman named Cheryl. She's an Inner Circle member, and she's unbelievably kind and smart and genuine and authentic. And she really opens up in this episode, and I think it's going to help a lot of people. It's going to help you, especially if you've struggled to get and stay motivated. Not, not even really getting motivated, but actually staying motivated because... A lot. Anyone can get motivated, especially for a short period of time. But what Cheryl and I really talk about is some strategies you can use to stay motivated over the long term. Things that if you're finding you're getting motivated for a short period of time to go to the gym or to stick to your nutrition, but it sort of pitters away after a little bit definitely listen to this episode because Cheryl and I go into some deeper psychological and emotional stuff, but also some practical strategies you can use to stay motivated over the long term. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And again, thank you so much, Cheryl, for joining me. I really appreciate it. Cheryl, Jordan, how are you?
1: I am fine. How are you?
0: I am delightful. Thank you for getting on the phone with such short notice.
1: No, thank you for calling me.
0: Of course. What are you doing today?
1: Just working. Same old, same old.
0: Yeah. So what, what do you do?
1: I am a district administrator in a school district here in Texas. So I work in our central office. That's so awesome. lots of training and meetings and presentations, that kind of stuff. Data.
0: Okay. And how long have you done that?
1: Um, I've done this for about seven years now, seven and a half. I have been in education. This is my 21st year.
0: Okay. So it's, it's a brand new career. Just getting into it.
1: Just no, kidding. seven and <laughs> a
0: half. I, I know. I'm, just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah.
1: Brand new. Just into it. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs>
0: so how, how did you get into education?
1: I, you know, I just think I always knew I wanted to be a teacher, which is funny because nobody else in my class, in my family, direct family is in education, but I just loved kids and loved teaching and have a passion for that kind of thing. So, um, miss the kids sometimes, but I still get to do a lot of teaching with all the trainings that I do. So that's good.
0: Got it. And were you, did you like school growing up? Like, were you really into school and like you liked like the like in general academics or or not so much
1: I liked it but I think a lot of that had to do with I had really great teachers and it also came pretty easily for me
0: that makes total sense so like generally speaking academics were were relatively easy for you like you were good at test taking you got good scores so like it was something you enjoyed
1: yes yes got it
0: awesome very cool well listen so as you know, I'm here to answer any and all questions. I was wondering if you had anything specific you wanted to talk about or, or chat about today. Is there anything that I can help you with?
1: Well, I kind of do. I don't know how exactly I'm going to put it into words. So, um, but I I found myself developing a pattern over the last, I'd say, two years, maybe, um, on my you know fat loss journey where it's like I tiptoe up to success and I'll have some progress that I'll make and then I don't know what happens because I know all the the textbook answers (laughs) but something happens and I don't know whether it's that I get scared about what will happen if I succeed or that I feel like I don't deserve to succeed I don't really know what's going on but it's like I'll tiptoe up to that point And then I'll just start self-sabotaging right and left. And when I say that, it's all pretty much in relation to nutrition. So I, you know, and I'm finding that happening now. I'm in the middle of the 90. Well, not, I'm closer to the end of the 90 day challenge right now, um, about day 75. And I feel like I've struggled more than not in like the last 30 days and self-sabotaged as much or more than I've been successful, um, And I just can't put my finger on what it is that's, that's making me do that. And also that I'm giving into it, (laughs) why I'm giving into it.
0: Interesting. Okay. So talk to me, what do you mean by, um, so the, the one major thing that you said you, you weren't, you weren't sure if it's like fear of success, right? Right. Now talk to me more about that. Like, why would you be fearful of success?
1: I don't know. And like I said, I don't really know if that's what it is. I don't know if I am. Um, I'll say right now, I'm not really near this particular benchmark at all. But there is a particular, you know, if talk scale weight for a minute, there is a particular scale threshold that I've been within seven or eight pounds of multiple times now. And it's like, I can't ever get past that hurdle. So I think that's where part of it is like, well, am I just scared of, you know, the comfort of, not being past that point not that this is comfortable by any stretch but sometimes familiar is comfortable
0: (laughs) okay so are you are you uh if you had if you had to if you had to guess Uh would you would you think that it's a fear of success or would you think it's something else
1: no I really don't think it's a fear of success
0: okay well that's a really good that's a good place to start so And that for me, that's interesting because a lot of people start out with that fear of success discussion. They'll say, I don't know if it's like, it's a very, very common thing to say. But when asked, like, do you think it actually is? Most people say, well, no, actually, probably not. And it's interesting because that was the first option you brought up. And like, well, no, I really don't think it is. So let's break it down. Let's go past further. So if it's not fear of success, like what do you think it might be?
1: That's what I wish I
0: knew. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about it. So what it's interesting because the first option brought up fear of success, right? Even though Mm -hmm. in your heart, you probably knew it wasn't fear of success. So what let's walk through what happens. You, you get Uh to this threshold, what like you get to a certain point where you're at a certain weight. And, and you, you struggle to break through it. So what happens like in terms of self-sabotage, what, what do you start doing? What starts happening? Like where, what's, what starts breaking down?
1: Okay. Well, I'll tell you the most recent because, you know, like in the first 30 days of the challenge, um, I'm not anywhere near the threshold I referred to earlier, but it's the same type of behaviors going on right now. Um, you know, I think I lost like eight or nine pounds in the first 30 days, okay. um, which was awesome. I mean, that's incredible results for me. Um, and I was really excited about it. And then all of a sudden a week later, you know, I'm, you know, and part of it, I know is probably stress related. Um, but that's always a factor. So I don't really, you know, you can't ever take that off the table entirely, but, it's almost like that happened and I got so excited. It's like, okay, wait, well then I can go have this and go off what I meal planned and prepped and do this. And then next thing I know, I'm doing this once a day and it's convenient and I feel like this fast food and you know, then I'm just doing it again and again. And even in the moment that I do it, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know I shouldn't be doing it, but I'm just choosing to do it anyway And then next thing I know, I'm avoiding my little calendar with the red X's because I can't honestly make a red X. I'm not weighing in, which for me right now, weighing in is a good thing. (laughs) Well, not right now because I'm not doing it. But I feel like I'm an avoider and like I avoid it when I know it's not going to be good.
0: (laughs) Everything you're saying is amazing. Keep talking. I love this.
1: So, and and that's kind of where I mean, and that's kind of where I found myself. My workouts are spot on, you know. I'm doing the your workouts, and I'm doing my my boot camp that I do, and I love um, getting enough rest um, as far as rest days and all are concerned. Um, but I just, you know, I find myself driving to work, and oh, who cares that I have breakfast packed to eat when I get in the office? I'm gonna go ahead and drive through somewhere and. And then, of course, it's like, well, the whole day is fucked up now, so I might as well get something on my way home from work, too, you know?
0: Yep, absolutely. So,
1: and it's just, I mean, you can tell even from what I do for a living, I'm very type A, (laughs) and so it drives me crazy that even in the moment, I know the logic and the absolute lack of logic in what I'm doing, and yet I somehow am not finding a way to stop myself from doing it. And so I'm just all over the place with consistency. And, you know, that pisses me off, quite frankly.
0: <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on here. And just based before I even say anything, based on everything that you just said, like everything that, that you told me, and it doesn't have to be the right answer. I'm not necessarily looking for the quote unquote right <laughs> one. I'm wondering, what do you think the issue might be just based on what you said?
1: Just discipline.
0: Discipline um, for sure, for sure, absolutely. It's I'm, it's, I'm
1: just not doing it.
0: <laughs> well, that, but it's it's a little bit deeper, and you touched on a really important point okay. in terms of, for example, when you go in the morning and you you lunch is packed, and but like ah fuck it, like I'll go have this, I'll go have like this, whatever, which is fine. And even though you already packed it, that from there. Was the ver- words that you use like, well, fuck, I already fucked up, so then I might as well go have this later, right?
1: hmm Which is stupid, because it's just so untrue.
0: But you have that guilt. From, yes. There's a feeling of guilt. You, even when you said, you're like, well, even though I have lunch packed and I shouldn't be doing it, I go and I do this, and I get this, and mm-hmm. which means there's, there's a feeling of guilt as you're getting that meal, and that like something is wrong, I shouldn't be doing this. You feel bad about it, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So now that feeling of guilt is leading to a feeling of I'm screwing up, which is leading to a feeling of, well, if I'm already screwing up, then what's the point anyway with all of this? I might as well just call it a day. And then <laughs> since I'm calling it a day, there's no point in going to do the red X on the calendar because the day's already fucked up. So why would I even go there? Cause I know I'm not going to do the X. And then you finish the day and it's like, wow, today was a failure. And then the next day it's like, it will, because you're in that negative mindset, because you think you're already fucked up with the point it perpetuates from there. Is that, is that like generally what's going on?
1: Yes, I would say so. I would say so. And I think part of it is also that where I need to get to feels unattainable at times. Okay. Because I've got so far to go that people, you know, say little things don't matter. Sorry, I'm getting choked up.
0: No, don't be sorry. People, Please, trust me. I'll, you cry. I'll cry too. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, people say little things don't matter. But yet when you've got like, you know, like a hundred well, I probably don't have quite a hundred pounds to lose and – I know I'm not going to, I don't even know my end goal because to me it's really about fat and muscle. So, but just for relativity's sake, I've got a long way to go. And so little things do matter because they perpetuate exactly what you're saying. When I start letting those little things slide, all of a sudden it becomes everything slides.
0: Okay. Well, everything, all this makes sense makes a hundred sense i think we're like i'm
1: glad to know i make sense (laughs) it it, it makes total sense and it's
0: like there's a lot going on and the first thing i know is i guarantee you there are people listening to this like and during the podcast that are like holy shit like this is literally what i'm going through right now it's it's so unbelievably common like this is very 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 common i think number one is that you're would you agree that you're you're generally pretty hard on yourself
1: Oh gosh. Yes. A hundred billion times. Yes.
0: Talk to me about that. How, like <laughs> t- talking about like how hard on yourself you are, like whether a uh, history of it, things you do, like just talk to me about that.
1: Yes, very definitely. Um, there's some that I can't say here, um, in okay. the recording session, but I will just say that, um, I have always been held whether it be by myself or others to an incredibly high standard. And in a lot of areas of my life, you know, we talked about academics earlier, in a lot of areas of my life, that wasn't ever a problem because it comes naturally. But I think that, and in some ways it was a benefit to me because it's given me a drive and a determination in my life that I think is a positive, but then there are moments when it can flip to a negative because I can't detach myself sometimes from these expectations that are above and beyond what might be reasonable.
0: Okay. <clears throat> okay. That makes total sense. And then, so, so from there, then what happens?
1: Well, it kind of depends on the context. I mean, I'll say for a great number of years in my life, I lived in a safety zone because I didn't ever really try anything outside what I knew I could accomplish because I didn't want to fail. <laughs> I'm a little bit better at stepping outside that comfort zone right now, but I, um, I am definitely my worst critic. And if I feel like I'm not doing as well as I should, then, um, I try hard not to let negative self talk o- take over, but, um, it probably does more than I realize. Um, and most things I'll keep trying, uh, I can't say that I'm one to give up um, exactly, but I don't know. Um, I probably start, maybe my effort fades a little bit. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I think you're literally
1: breaking down 100%
0: exactly what's going on. You, You have a little slip up, we'll call it, like something that isn't necessarily on plan. And even though logically you know it's okay, emotionally you get upset with yourself, like I shouldn't have done that. And then that emotional slip up leads to a waterfall of negative self-talk and things that like, I, I, I'm a failure, I shouldn't have done this, like that's all ruined. And then that leads to negative behaviors from there because, well, then I'm just not going to succeed anyway. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I don't have what it takes. Da, 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 da. I might as well just get used to where I am. I'm going to be here forever. Is, is that like, like whether it's logical or conscious or unconscious, does that sound like what might be happening?
1: Yes. I don't think I've ever thought those things consciously, but as you are saying them, I feel them in my core. I, so it,
0: And it. this is so, so, so common. And by the way, it's not just common in fitness or, or weight loss or anything. It's common in all aspects of life, generally in which – we tend to be, we tend to love the things we're good at and not like the things we're not good at naturally, right? It's like, right? it's why you went into academics, right? You were growing up very good in school, great at test taking. Whereas for me, I hated school, right? I was awful at test taking. I was like in special education, like I had to go in different classes, like, When I was in school, I knew that when I got out, I was never, ever fucking going back to school ever again, and I wanted nothing to do with it, but it's... Kids
1: like you were my favorites. Can I just say that? (laughs) Why is that? I don't know. There's something about students like you just described that you just want to reach them. You want to find that spot.
0: It's very interesting because what you were very good at, academics it seems like your favorite people to help are the ones who might not naturally have that gift. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with me. I mean, a lot of coaches are like, I want to work with professional athletes. I want to work with people who are like, who are like really good at lifters, whatever. It's like my favorite Mm -hmm. people to work with are the ones that tend to struggle with it because a lot of times they just, it's not that they can't do it. It's that the belief in themselves isn't there. And I think that's where, you're falling short is like you're having a lot of trouble believing that you actually can do this, that you actually can see that it actually is a, a very real a very very real possibility. It is a legitimate reality in your life that one day, you will reach a point in which you are truly happy with who you are how you look how you feel it's not just an idea it's not just a picture you'll see on Instagram from somebody else being like wow I can't believe they did it I don't think I'll ever get there it is literally the possibility of you having a side-by-side picture and saying oh my god it's fuck I did it like that is not just like a, a dream or a possibility for somebody else somewhere else like that is a, a real reality for you. I don't think you're at a point where you can believe it. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to change that. So not only do you believe it, but it actually happens. And then one day in five, six, seven years, we're going to be at another inner circle retreat and laughing about this conversation. We're going to play <laughs> this over. And someone else in the crowd is going to be like, oh, my God, I don't believe it. And you're going to pull them aside and be like, listen, to this conversation from five, six, seven years ago, like I didn't believe it either. But now look at me. You can do it, too. And this is, that's how this chain of reaction affects. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does.
0: Like, that's what's going to happen. I don't, I don't think you're in a place now where you fully believe it, but we're going to get you there. And once you actually believe it, that's when all the good stuff starts happening. Because the trip in the morning to get a meal that, like, before you would be, like, a little bit feeling guilty about, no longer causes guilt. Mm-hmm. And when that guilt isn't there, that's when you get back on track. And that's when it's like the next meal doesn't go off. That's when you go to the red X and you aren't feeling guilty or upset that you can't put a red X on there. And that red X, the the lack of the red X doesn't prevent you from getting back on track. It motivates you to get back on track. It's just a part of another day. Mm-hmm. Does all that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. And I really, really someday want that before after picture.
0: And, <laughs> and it'll, it'll happen. And it's funny because... One of the things that you said, you were like, I, I don't know if, uh, like, inter- I don't, I'm trying to remember the exact words, but you were saying, you don't, you don't know if you have a hundred pounds exactly, but it seems like the goal is so far away, like almost unattainable, right? Yeah. And there's that lack of belief.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
0: I wonder what would be a, a better short-term goal that you might have. Like, do you have any goals that like might be instead of saying like, here's the end goal of what I want, like anything that you could look at from a shorter term perspective.
1: I don't know how to quantitate anything without it being scale related.
0: Yes, you do. Don't give me that. Yes, you do. Absolutely. What's another <laughs> well, way I mean, like, of looking I don't know, at like progress my... outside of the scale?
1: <laughs> I don't know my fat or muscle numbers.
0: What's um... another way? Clothing sizes? Oh, you didn't know, Cheryl. I
1: know. That's
0: exactly right. Clothing. Okay, so I okay. think that's a great option. What? It, what about like a pant size?
1: Yes, I would like to get out of plus size clothing.
0: Okay, so now I don't know like the the sizes or anything like that, but what like what? About... I'm right
1: at threshold.
0: Okay. Like, no, I literally, like, I don't even know what pant size I am is what I mean. Like, I don't even know, like, those, those pant sizes, but like, is there, is there a way in terms of, instead of being like, okay, I want this before and after picture. Like, I think, I think a really cool thing would be to like, put up your, like a picture right now on your, on your bathroom mirror or whatever of like where you currently are. And then maybe like, this would actually be pretty cool. Is like, you have the picture of where you currently are and then next to it, just a blank right? Just like a blank, like, so like, you just know, like one day you're going to have that side by side there. Yeah. Um, But then in the short term, the short term goal being like, hey, I'm when I get to um, X pant size, like, instead of being like, uh, like, I don't know, like a double zero or whatever the fuck it is, like being like a two pant sizes down or three pant sizes down when I get to here, like, that's my goal for right now, Like get to that one. And then when I get to that goal, then like, then I'll, I'll reward myself. I'll have a celebration, like, like in some way it doesn't have to be like a quote unquote cheat meal or it doesn't have to be that type of celebration. But I think there is a lot of validity and a lot of power in having checkpoints along the way in which you realize your effort and how much you're putting in and how much progress you're making. Because if it's all just focused on this one end goal that seems unattainable then you can literally be making progress and moving forward and doing, seeing great results and not, not fully appreciate it or feel it because you're so focused on something so far away. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. I mean, you lost, you said like eight or nine pounds in the first 30 days. Mm-hmm. That's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. And then I gained a lot of it back.
0: And, and by the way, that's okay. That's not a problem. <laughs> like, see, you just, it's this is the best. You laughed when I said, that's okay. It was like, Oh my god, it was a, such a sense of relief to hear that's okay because there was so much guilt and shame associated with gaining it back. It's like,
1: who fucking cuz I keep doing
0: that. <laughs> it's and it's okay. That's totally fine. It's okay. it's not like the end all be all. It's there's there's more to it. This is all part of the process. Like most people go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth before like boom, it hits. Like uh-huh. you're just in that process. Um, so I'm wondering, what if you create like in actually going back like sort of backtracking, but um, you, you talk about like you went to the breakfast place and then you have that guilt and then it sort of, it stems from there. What if you lost the eight to nine pounds or, or let's say like over those eight to nine pounds, you went down a pant size or two and then you had said, okay, I, by the time I get to this pant size, I'm going to go out and I'm going to like, I'm going to have this breakfast. I'm going to go out to this, my favorite restaurant. I'm going to do whatever this you choose to celebrate. And then now, from there it's no longer there's no guilt associated with it because it was planned this is like this is what i plan to do and then you get back on track and you have a new goal either two Uh pant sizes down or like a new whatever or you treat yourself to a new pair of a piece of clothing or whatever it is and then all of a sudden like now the guilt isn't there because it's planned and celebrated and then you could then keep going and keep going and keep going for these progressive goals down the line does that make sense yes yes what, tell me what you think of that. Like, do you think that would work? It wouldn't work. Like, what, where's your head at?
1: I think it would. I I think you and I both know that rewards are always a good motivator, no matter how old you are. <laughs>
0: yep, absolutely.
1: I, I think that. I mean, I think it definitely makes sense, and I think it would make where I have to go seem a little more reasonable because um, I just get I get very overwhelmed by the lack of speed in my journey. Um, I try not to compare it to other people, but you sometimes can't help but see that. And so I think breaking it down into smaller chunks might help on multiple levels in that that respect.
0: For sure absolutely and, and where do you do you compare yourself to other people's speed? like is that like an Instagram thing?
1: Um. I think to some degree, and I think it's why I try to be pretty transparent about my journey. You know, you just see a lot out there, whether it be Instagram or elsewhere, about, hey, you know, here I am. I lost 100 pounds in a year or whatever. And there's a lot of people that do, and I would never take away from that because that's just incredible. But there aren't a lot of the stories like mine out there that, you know, okay, four or five years later, I'm still, you know, like 20, 30 pounds down, and that's it, you know. So everybody's journey is different and they all have values, but there are moments where I'm like, man, I just want to be the one that, you know, you and I look at a picture today and we look at a picture a year from now and we both are just like, fuck, how did that happen? You know,
0: I get it. And by the way, you said something (laughs) interesting. You're like, there's not a lot of those stories where it's like, well, I'm still only
1: 20, 30 pounds down.
0: That is the most common story.
1: But it's not the one people post.
0: I that's it, that's exactly it. right. It's
1: it's There's not the not, one people those post stories are out there. Um they don't circulate the same way. So
0: and guess what? A lot of the stories of the people who post the 100 pounds down in a year or 6 months or whatever where they're taking the picture with the the camera and they're smiling and and they have this whole big caption and whatever they're also not saying how they still don't love themselves and right. they're starving and they're binge eating and they lost friends along the way and they aren't happy with themselves. Like the picture can say anything. The caption can say anything. Right. It's not really saying what's going on inside. And that's where it gets really important to understand what we're seeing on social media is, is very often so far removed from the truth. And I don't want you to think that in any way, shape or form that like what you're going through is, is not what others are going through because I swear to God the story that you're saying is the most common story. It's like that is the most common story and, and most people are going through it and I guarantee you there are people like nodding their heads like yes, yes, yes right now. like this is this is the most common. And the the best way to overcome it is to figure out, okay, where is my biggest weakness in terms of like, where am I really going wrong? What is causing me to go off track? And I think we've done a really good job of figuring out a lot of it comes from Mm -hmm. having a focus on something that is so far away that it seems unattainable and then creating shorter, shorter term uh, wins along the way that allows you to stay motivated. And then also calling yourself on your bullshit and being like, (laughs) you know what? I can fucking do this. Like, the easier option for me right now is to go to the breakfast place and get this other thing because I want it, but I'm not going to fucking do that. Right. Right? And oh, yeah. You-
1: I've got a lot of BS that I'm not calling myself on right now.
0: <laughs> so talk to me. What is that?
1: Oh, it's – I mean, it's all what we've already talked about. I got just – the yeah, just the eating off track. I mean – Hello, I meal prep for every week. I have the food. I should just eat it. And I meal prep what I like. So hello, why am I being so lazy? I just need to, you know, stop being lazy.
0: <laughs> and so, you know, it's funny. The, uh, it, the red X thing is really interesting to me.
1: Uh, <laughs> you should <laughs> see my calendar is so pathetic.
0: <laughs> well, so talk to me. What, what is it? What does the calendar look like? <laughs>
1: It looked really great for 30 days. And then the next 25 or so were like spotty. And then I just haven't even looked at it in like a month.
0: So, and did you see the the YouTube video I posted yesterday in terms of why the scale can be so helpful in terms of not necessarily worrying about your weight, but in mm-hmm. terms of if you know you're going to step on the scale the next yes. day, then I, I
1: laughed when I listened to that part.
0: <laughs> it, it's the so exact I was like, same That's thing. Me. That's it, right? Where it's like you, you don't weigh yourself. Because you're scared about what the scale is going to tell you. And when you are when you decide not to weigh yourself, then, like, you don't see the number. So you're like, ah, fuck it. I'll just continue to eat this way. Yes. And that perpetuates the, well, no, I'm definitely not going to step on the scale because I've been uh-huh. doing this, which is just, like, hiding from yourself the truth. And it's this exactly – the red X thing was my idea in terms of – and for anyone not, who doesn't know, like, the red X is when, like, you you cross the day off at the end of the day when you've done everything you said you were going to do. I created that because I knew some people didn't want to step on the scale and I wasn't like, you have to. So it's like when you've hit your numbers, you, you've got your workout in. When you had the day you said you are going to do it, you do a red X on the calendar. It has to be fully honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And when someone doesn't want to have that honesty, they're like, ah, fuck it. I won't do the X because <laughs> they'll feel bad. They'll feel like a failure if they don't do the red X. Uh-huh. But guarantee you, not putting the red X on there would be more likely to get back on track the next day.
1: Oh for sure. Cuz who wants to not make a red x?
0: <laughs> who doesn't want that red x on your calendar? Yeah. <laughs> so and it's so funny cuz when you first mentioned it you're like I didn't do the red x and then like I went off track the next day. It's like I think one of the best things for you and I think one of the the absolute best things is going to be making a 90-day challenge where every day you have to you are, have to hold yourself accountable to the point of whether I do it or not. I will make the X or not make the X, and every there will be 90 days of consistency. And if you don't have the red X, like instead of the red X for the day well done, you would like put like a black circle, right? So it's like you're doing something, something. on the calendar every day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and if you can honestly put the red X, put the red X. If you can honestly not put the, put the red X and you put a black zero, and no matter what, there are no two days of black zeros in a row.
1: Got it. Okay,
0: I think that would be a very, and that I think it's even better than just the red X. I think now we have a plan for both. Like on the days Mm where you don't do it, you cannot have two days of black zeros back to back. Right. What do you think about
1: that? I I think I think that um, definitely would help a lot because I like I have that avoidance technique so. Same thing with the scale, you know, it gets a lot of bad rap, but for some of us, when we don't weigh in at the particular place we are, it can be negative because we're just avoiding the truth.
0: <laughs> now, do, do you weigh yourself? Have you been weighing yourself or no?
1: I didn't for a long time. Um, and then, I mean, I haven't been lately, but I, when I joined inner circle, I started weighing myself again because I had been in avoidance mode for months and months. And had gained back about 20-ish pounds of what I had lost. And as I downloaded this app that kind of gives trends. So you're not looking at. You're not getting caught up in each day as much as the Good. overall trend. I love that. Um, and I found that really helpful for me. At least, you know, the first 30 days when I was doing it consistently. Because I could see the trend going downward. Regardless of what every day said. And it was very empowering. And then when I started to kind of fall off course, I was doing it every now and then. And, you know, so when you do that, your trends start, they can't establish a trend. So then I stopped weighing myself at all. And then I'm avoiding myself, avoiding it, knowing that it probably I've gained back some of that eight, nine pounds that I lost. Makes total um, sense. So I think for me right now, at this point in time, weighing myself is helpful at another time maybe it may not be but right now i think it is
0: i think i'm 100% with you and and by the way i think in terms of weight it's very interesting a lot of people a lot of people are, are very against the scale like fuck yes. this like and i've said fuck <laughs> the i've scale, been there too <laughs> but the thing for me is when i say fuck the scale i'm saying fuck the scale from affecting you emotionally like stop letting that happen I'm very for weighing yourself in the scale. I I think a lot of people who are like, I don't weigh myself anymore. It's fine. Like, it's totally fine. But I would rather have – I would rather – because actually a lot of those people, one of the biggest issues is when they go to the doctor and they're forced to weigh themselves, they get anxious and worried and scared. Like, they're (laughs) faced with, oh, fuck, I have to weigh myself. What is it? (laughs) I I would rather that – rather than just – avoid the scale because it's going to upset you emotionally. I'd rather someone develop a relationship with the scale in which they can get on the scale and not give a fuck, right? Like that's the ultimate where it's like you get on the scale and it's like, cool. I don't, I don't care. It's like, I'm not emotionally affected. It's all logical because I know that this isn't like the end all be all. I would much rather someone be able to use the scale logically than have to try and Eliminate it from their life because of an emotional reaction. Um, I think you weighing yourself is a very good idea. As okay. L- and I think you doing the red X's is a very good idea in the black black circles. Yes. And without the two in a row is a really good idea.
1: I think that's excellent.
0: Yes. And I think that the biggest, aside from all of that, the biggest, the biggest struggle you have is after a certain period of time, like the 20 days, 30 days after like that initial excitement of starting something new, the initial Mm -hmm. like, is continuing to be consistent,
1: Uh even
0: and especially when it's not fucking exciting anymore. Right? When it's not like something new, it's a lot of people like, it's so funny when everybody says whatever they're doing is like, the best thing. Like when someone starts keto, oh, keto is the best. I love it. How long have you been doing it? Two weeks. It's like, <laughs> okay. It's like, oh God, I love it. I love the uh, intermittent fasting. It's the best. How long have you done it? Oh, about like I'm about seven days in now. It's like, great. Talk to me in six months. Talk right. to me in a year. And keto is fine. Intermittent fasting is great. Like Weight Watchers is phenomenal. Whatever. I don't care what we're talking. It could be anything, but people tend to get super hyped up about whatever it is they're doing because it's new and exciting and they see quick prop, quick results in that short period of time because they're doing it very consistently and then when they fall off track when they have that one slip up and they think like oh my god i fucked up and then they don't do it now it's like now that's when they have problems i want from you and and this is what i know like you can do because you you called yourself on it like you're like i have a lot of bullshit right now it's like you you know what to do you, you said for me like you know the textbook answers. You know where you go off, which is in terms of mm-hmm. you avoid. Right. Your avoidance is your way of coping, is your way of dealing with it rather than facing it head on. You avoid doing the red Xs. You avoid getting on the scale because it's easier to do that than to, hey, like, this is what's going on. Here's how I get back on track. I, I would love to have you do a 90-day challenge where at the end of 90 days, you and I get back on this call. Okay. You we get back on a call after ninety days of the red X's and the black circles of the weighing yourself every day and we reevaluate where you are. We see what's going on. And I'll tell you what, if you if you do this, if you do 90 days and you can take pictures and you have the red X's and the black circles, you have ninety days of weigh-ins, no matter what results happened, no matter what, which by the way, like I can guarantee you, it would be uh it would be fucking incredible results. I will give you the entire that that entire 90 day period, I'll give you free in the inner circle. I'll give you 3 months free in the inner circle. So if you do this for 90 days straight and we get back on this call, you get 3 3 months. Okay. How does that sound?
1: I think you have a deal. No, I don't think you have a deal. You have
0: a deal. There we go. Good. Perfect. You got a deal. So in not, now, so I, I'm going to put this in my calendar. I'm not going to forget.
1: There's one thing I'm well, two things I'm going to tell you. Number one, I'm going to add to this because I need an accountability thread. Okay. Because part of my avoidance is also not telling the very people who are holding me accountable that I need accountability. Okay. <laughs> so I need to start an accountability thread, like I've seen other people do. I love um, that. And that's hard for me to do, because I'll post asking for help for little tiny, like, form checks or whatever. But it's going to be hard for me to start that post. But I think I need to do that, because um, that's another way I avoid things. Okay. Um, and then I'm assuming we start this tomorrow, right?
0: Uh t- today's Tuesday. Yeah, we can start tomorrow, absolutely. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, okay. So My we- birthday's tomorrow.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: Yes. And, um, I'm just Saturday I'm celebrating cause tomorrow I turn 45 and just to make it very quick, I didn't think I would ever reach my 45th birthday, the road I was headed down uh, health wise. So this is a big one for me. I'm excited to turn 45. So my friends and I are having, they decided they wanted me to celebrate big. So we're celebrating big on Saturday. So I'm just gonna go ahead and let you know Saturday will be a black circle.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I love that, and I would hope it's a black circle. And I also so but you said it's Saturday. your Saturday, you're celebrating. So that means Saturday, that Sunday is is a red X again. But Saturday, your birthday better be a fucking black circle.
1: Well, my birthday's tomorrow, but Saturday gonna be the black circle.
0: Okay. And So and, I
1: it will not go uncelebrated. I promise.
0: <laughs> good. I'm glad. That's amazing. I love that. And. I love that you want to do the accountability thread. That's, I think that's huge. Now, that means like, are you going to commit to like 90 days of updating the accountability thread? Like, so I know, did you see Lisa doing that? Um, where, and like, uh, there were a couple of people who every day, like for, for the ninety days they went in, they updated, they said what their calories were, mm-hmm. like their workout. Like, do you want to do that? What do you think? I, I mean, I think that would be a tremendous idea. And like okay. you know what would actually what I would love is ah you're gonna love this.
1: Oh gosh! Every
0: day <laughs> you upload a picture of either a red X or a black circle to your thread. Okay. So it's like every day, hey guys, like here's my picture. I'm promising you promise the inner circle every day <laughs> in your thread a picture of what you've done. That's it. Okay. And it's like, and and I would also include in there. Some type of a positive, of a of a positive affirmation in terms of let's say you have a black circle, like saying, "Hey, so say it was a black circle. I didn't do what I what I needed to do, but I'm not going to let it turn into two black circles. And it's okay, and it's not a failure. This doesn't mean I've I've done anything. Like my next goal is to use two pant sizes down, and that's very much attainable, regardless of this black circle. It's just one." Right, So it's like having something in there, or even if you have a red X, like today did really well on, I was driving by this place that I usually go pick something up in the morning. And while I was driving by it, I was like, fuck, I really want to go in. But I thought to myself, when I come out of the drive through and I'm eating it, am I going to be happy that I did that or not? And I thought, no, I would be happier and more impressed with myself if I don't do that. So I'm not. And then, like, write about that, like, whatever, like, have some type of a positive affirmation, nothing negative, nothing like, like, like uh, you, you know, nothing from our like very first what email would interaction, say. right? What'd you say? From our very first email interaction, how it was, like, noticing, like, the, yes. the negative trends. It's, like, yes. focusing on what you're going to do no matter what happens, what action you're going to take, the positive outcomes of it every day for 90 days in terms of, like, everything, in terms of the red X, the black circles. I think that is a very, very pow- <clears throat> powerful tool. And I would also create the goals of like one pant size down, two pant size down, make sure those are defined. And equally as important, making sure that when you achieve one of those goals, that you have some form of celebration. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to like go out and, and get a bite to eat? Are you going to get a new, a new clothing? Like, uh, are you going to celebrate in the air? Sure. Like, what is what is going to happen? I think it's really important to recognize your success and by the way maybe a recognition of your success is like i'm because i reached this goal because i'm pan sizes down whatever i'm not going to go out and have a treat invite to eat because <laughs> like it literally your your the recognition of your success might be a lot of people will say go out and have a treat whatever the recognition of my success is going to be continuing to stay on track and making sure i have another red x today because that will lead me closer to my next goal which is whatever right it's like I think uh-huh. the more you do that and the more you recognize and appreciate your success and your progress and your consistency, in addition to um, posting all of the, the the red X's and the black circles and having this consistency thread, I honestly got to think in the next 90 days, you're going to blow yourself the fuck away.
1: I sure hope so. I'm ready for it.
0: Well, let's do it. Let's call yourself on that bullshit and let's make this happen.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Done. Are, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready.
0: Are you excited?
1: I'm excited. You have a deal.
0: I'm excited. I like, and by the way, when we get off this call, I'm putting in my calendar 90 days. Like we're getting on the phone call. Okay. You can't fucking avoid me. (laughs) I will hound you down. I will find you.
1: You have my phone number.
0: I have your phone number. (laughs) I will fucking find you. I will get you. We're getting on the call. Yes, sir. Anthony and I might show up at your house.
1: Oh, gosh. That's a very
0: real possibility. Anthony and I might just show up. All right.
1: Y'all are always welcome. You know, that wedding he was at was in the city where I work. So, you know, I did not know
0: that that's OK. Yes. Very cool. Well, perfect. So then then we know exactly what city you're in, too. We'll fucking right? We're getting in there. I know how to get to you now, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? you ready to make this happen?
1: Yes. Thank you so much for everything now and always. Of I'm course. definitely.
0: And listen, have an amazing birthday. Have an, a wonderfully happy, amazing birthday. Enjoy it to the fullest. No guilt. No, did you do you ever see the no guilt challenge video in the inner circle? You saw that one?
1: It was right when I was starting. I think you had just released it. I probably need to go back and read it again. Watch, Watch that.
0: Go look at that again. Fuck guilt. Guilt is a waste.
1: <laughs> guilt okay. is a
0: waste of energy. Like feeling guilty is like the worst and dumbest fucking human emotion ever. Guilt is stupid. <laughs> eliminate guilt. It does nothing for you. Like enjoy your birthday, have fun, but celebrate the fact that you're, you're reaching a point that you didn't even think you would be at one day. And let's fucking crush this. All right.
1: Okay. Let's do it. Okay. All right. 90 days.
0: Let's, let's go, Cheryl. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay.
1: I love you too. Thanks, Jordan. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: And that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I sincerely appreciate your support, your encouragement. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me, Jordan at at jordanatsyatfitness.com. And if you've been wondering or on the fence about joining the inner circle, email me. Let me know what your questions are. Let me know what your concerns are. It is, in my opinion, which is clearly very biased, the single best community on the internet for fitness, whether you're just starting out, you've never done anything before, you're nervous about going to the gym, or even if you're a competitive power lifter. We have everyone in between. It's the most positive community, most encouraging, most helpful that I've ever seen. And I would love to have you in there or to really see if you're a good fit. I'm not going to put you in there if you, if uh, if it's not a good fit. So if you have any questions, shoot me an email, Jordan at jordanatsaiatfitness.com. Talk to you soon.